0: What's happening? What is going on? I'm your host, Louisa, and this is the third episode of The Book Hangover, a podcast where we talk about books. Here, we'll be discussing some really good works. And when I say really good, I mean really freaking awesome. The kind that will give you a proper hangover and leave you unable to think, move, or do anything else. Now, I want to start this episode by saying that the book we'll be talking about today is not your conventional type of book. And by that, I mean that it's not usually the kind we'll be seeing on this podcast. And let me explain that. The idea behind the book hangover is mainly to analyze books that you wouldn't think about analyzing. It's to stop and ask questions and think about the meaning behind stories that you would otherwise just read for fun. Which means that we won't normally be talking about nonfiction books here. While well, I do believe that nonfiction books are amazing and there is true knowledge to be gained by reading them, I also think that that kind of knowledge is more straightforward. And gaining that knowledge is already an end goal when you grab a book like that, which usually is not the case with fiction, since people are more often than not just looking to have some fun. But since normally doesn't mean never, we'll be talking about our first nonfiction book today. As we mourn and seek justice for the murders of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Taylor, to name a few of a very, very long list of names, many of us are wondering what will happen when the news cycle is over, when the social justice stories are no longer being posted on Instagram, What will happen when the declarations for inclusivity, diversity and doing the work have died down? What happens when white people who claim to have finally understood the injustice of white privilege in this moment of crucial protest are no longer being bombarded by all this information? How do we keep up this momentum to actually create an anti-racist world and rid ourselves of this systemic white supremacy? How do we do that when the people who benefit from it the most will likely not show up to do the work anymore? Now, I am not an expert on this subject, far from it, but I strongly believe that This is not an excuse to not talk about this. And that is why this is exactly what we'll be doing today. We'll be talking about racism and about a book that can teach us how to truly recognize our privilege and start doing the work. So, without further ado, this episode's book is called Me and White Supremacy. And it was written by Lila Saad. Lila is a New York Times and Sunday Times best-selling author, anti-racism educator, international speaker, and podcast host that talks about topics of race, identity, leadership, personal transformation, and social change. This book is based on a viral Instagram challenge that gathered participants from all over the world. Mian White Supremacy takes its readers on a 28-day journey of how to dismantle the privilege within themselves so that they can stop, often unconsciously, inflicting damage on people of color and in turn help other people to do better too. As an updated and expanded version of the original social media challenge, Me and White Supremacy takes the work deeper by adding more historical and cultural context by sharing stories and anecdotes and by including expanded definitions, examples, and even further resources. So if you're currently watching, what is happening all over the world and you're asking yourself the question what can I do well Lila gives you the way out here steering you in the right direction so if you don't want to feel a bit lost by just browsing aimlessly through the internet this book is the way to go although I'm just gonna go ahead and say that you should be doing your own research anyways because it is our job to learn and educate ourselves in order to be better here. But anyways, let's just go ahead and jump right into this masterpiece. To give you guys a more in-depth overview of what goes on here, this book walks you through a step-by-step of examining your own white privilege, breaking down what allyship really means, explaining concepts such as anti-blackness, racial stereotypes, and cultural appropriation, changing the way that you view and the way that you respond to race, and finally, how you can continue the work and create actual social change. In this book, Saad delivers a very unique anti-racism tool that is meant to teach white readers how to recognize our privilege and take ownership of or participation in this oppressive system of white supremacy. I can promise you, because being 100% honest, I can't attest for it myself, this book will make you feel uncomfortable. You might protest it claiming that no, you're not racist, you're, you're colorblind, you're nothing You have nothing but benevolent thoughts and so on and so forth, but recognizing your privilege is much more than that. And Lila does an amazing job at opening your eyes to this idea. She's ready to dismantle all these preconceived notions of the Good Samaritan that quite a few of us have. White supremacy, she writes, is not just a comprehensive system, but it also trains those who benefit the most from it to keep themselves in this unconscious state, asleep and unaware of the power that whites hold relative to those of other races and ethnicities. Me and white supremacy is gonna lead you through this journey of understanding that we might have heard the words white privilege and white fragility, but very rarely do we truly understand what they mean. So in the original challenge, for example, for each one of the 28 days, she explained What does this concept mean? What does it actually look like? And then she provided some sort of prompting, reflective journaling questions around how that showed up in everyday life for each one of us. And now we get it all compressed in a book that can provide us an amazing insight into ourselves really, and how we can be better today, tomorrow, and every single day after that. More than this, how we can make sure we're creating a better world to those who will come next. Saad also mentioned in her podcast, which is called Good Ancestor, that the journaling part is extremely important. The book is short, it's very short, and if you're anything like me, you might finish reading it in a day. But Lila explains that it's important to give it time and keep going back to it to work mindfully through the Everyday Prompt, which will help you uncover everything from deep inside of you, so you can really come to terms with this reality and a knowledge that whether you like it or not, you do have a part in white supremacy. Throughout the book, Saad enumerates some of the features of this power, from the the most common ones, such as uh, being pulled over for a traffic violation where a white driver doesn't usually have to fear for their lives, to the nuanced ones like the fact that Any stylist can cut their hair. Popular culture considers people who look like them to be representative and so on. Uh, The author's approach may seem at first confrontational and righteously indignant, but as she guides you, the reader, through a month-long series of lessons, you start to understand why that's where she's coming from. The basic idea behind her method is tear it down in order to build it up. The reader's guilt may rise, but at the end, the reader is also assured that even though they may be part of the problem, they are simultaneously also a part of the answer. Saad moves her readers from their heads into their hearts and ultimately into practice. We won't end white supremacy through an intellectual understanding alone. We must put that understanding into action. One major thing that this book helped me understand is that white supremacy is a system of oppression, but sometimes when we think of it as a system we can acknowledge it as something separate from us creating this distance in the sense that we feel the need to say yo I get it it's out there I know it's out there but I'm me I'm conscious I'm anti-racist and I'm not a part of this and what this book helps you to do is to understand how you are in the system you're part of the system and the system is inside of you without you even knowing it and a quick disclaimer here this isn't a self-development program Saad talks about this concept while introducing the subject there's not a prize for completing this work and you're not gonna feel really good about yourself it's nothing like that The idea is not to boost your white ego and sort of affirm that, yes, you are a good white person, but rather to open your eyes to what has been going wrong along the way and how no matter how good you think you are, you are part of the problem. This work is hard. You're not going to feel good while you do it. But then again, there is no improvement without discomfort. And that is just how life is. The idea is to focus on the bigger picture here. And and what is the bigger picture here? The bigger picture is that you are going to be leaving the word in a better place than what you found it. Saad's idea behind this work is to make this such a normal part of our cultural conversation that to not be able to have this conversation would just make you really outdated. We are in a very interesting time of history and we are right on the verge of either being able to really change the way things go or continue down a very scary path. So Lila is unapologetically confronting the oppressive systems of white supremacy and patriarchy while offering us important teachings and tools for transforming consciousness, for cultivating personal anti-racism practice, and taking responsibility for our individual and collective healing. So for the millions of us beginning to know where to begin, where to begin to counteract this ugly history, and where to stand during this historical moment of polarization and hate, her answer is begin with me, begin with you, begin right here. So I give this book a five out of five stars without a doubt. No second thoughts here. It fundamentally changed the way I see myself and my role in this wider context of the word. And I'm sure that it could do the same for you. Lila does an amazing job at opening up the reader's eyes to things that we just cannot allow ourselves to see. Me and White Supremacy is a book for every person that holds white privilege, because every person who holds white privilege is complicit in white supremacy. It is going to make you feel uncomfortable, but it is going to be the first step to a major necessary change. I hope this discussion inspires you to read this book and along with the urgency that people are feeling right now, channel it into action, into actually doing the work. I also hope that this podcast inspires you to think critically about the content you're reading and ask questions about everything you see out there and even though this episode is a little different than what we're used to as always give your brain a chance to wonder and I guarantee you that especially with this one a book hangover is almost certain this book is gonna blow your mind and you're gonna change in ways that you never even thought you could. That's all for today, guys. Thanks for listening to the book hangover. This was a discussion on Neomite Supremacy by Lila Saad. I'm your host, Luisa Peixoto, and I will see you next Wednesday for episode number four.